What's up, fam? Welcome back to the We Are Just Dating page. My name is Tim. This is my beautiful wife, Pauline, and you are tuning in to another episode of the W Podcast, where you get wisdom in a word with the... We were. Hey, so we're really excited. We are doing something special this week and next week, doing a little two-part video, talking about our story, how we met, who talked to who first, who said I love you first. <laughs> but we're gonna share our story and we're gonna share some of the successes we have, but also some of the mistakes we made and hopefully you guys will be able to learn from it. So we're really excited. Tune in this week and next week. But first, y'all know we like to do our would you rather questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. All right, so I'm gonna start. The first question is this. Would you rather always have a full phone battery or would you rather always have a full tank of gas? Definitely have, I have a phone to get gas. Really? Why? Because it doesn't cost any money to charge your phone. But it costs a lot of money, especially in the summertime, to fill your gas tank. Wow, I honestly wasn't thinking about it from the money perspective. Well, what were you going to say initially? I don't know. I haven't really thought. <laughs> I was going to just say something. I don't know. That is interesting. The money piece, that makes me want to say full tank of gas. Because you're right. Like you're, you're I'm influencing you. Yeah, good for you. All right, so I want to go full tank of gas too because, like Pauline said, money is what matters here. And who cares about a full battery if I can keep a charger on me? They got chargers that are portable now, so it really true. There's no portable gas. They have um, phone cases that are chargers. Would you rather always have a full gas tank or have an electric car? You still gotta charge it. You still have to charge your battery, but you don't have a car that has gas. I've never driven an electric car, so I can't say that I like... Never. Want one or like find them appealing. You don't like Teslas? I mean, they're okay. I've never driven one to say like, oh, this is life changing and solve all my problems. True. All right, well yeah, I'm gonna... You? What about me? I don't know. I have driven a Tesla before, it's very nice. But would I want that for my my only car? I feel like I want a car that does both. There's a lot of dual cars. Like it's, it's electric and gas. I like options. That's corny. <laughs> All right. So let's get into the topic for this week. All right. So we're taking a break from question of the day this week. Still send your questions in. We still want to hear from you, um, hear what's on your mind, but you guys are hearing from us every week. We're answering your questions, but you're probably wondering, who are these people? Mm. I don't know who you are. I don't know your story. Why should I listen to you and your, you know, your perspective on healthy relationships and dating and all that stuff? So, if you're like me, I would be asking that question as well. We've actually gotten to hear from a couple of you guys, met some of you guys, and you're like, oh, watch your stories, watch your videos and we're so grateful for that but we know that a lot of you guys don't actually know who we are yeah so we want to take a break from question of the day and do a story time series and in this story time series we're going to be talking about how we met we're going to get a little bit of preview of some we're going to do some other story times perhaps about our testimonies and our proposal different things from the grant there so stay tuned if you want to know more of that and if you guys want to hear more story times let us know in the comments as well uh, what you would want to hear, what story times you want to hear. But today we're going to be getting into how we met. All right. So, do you remember? Do you remember the time? Always saying. When we fell All right. Up? Do you remember <laughs> how we met? Of course. 
Well, let me ask you this. When was the first time you laid your eyes on me? Oh my gosh, what a glorious day it was. <laughs> so, um, <sighs> we're gonna, we met each other, met or saw each other on different days, right? You the tell day your that story. I saw Tim was not the day he saw me. So the first- She been first, checking for you, the very, the very first time I saw Tim was, it must have been my junior year of, of, yep, wow, my junior year of college, we, if you don't know, we went to the best school in the university, University of Maryland, College Park, you know, no, that's the wrong school, sorry, the illustrious (laughs) flagship school of the state of Maryland, um, so we had a mutual friend whose birthday it was, and I went to the birthday. The, the birthday was at a bowling place in College Park, which is the town where we went to school. Um, and the friend's birthday party was at the bowling alley, and I arrived with my friends, like my girlfriends, my best friend was driving. And um, there at the bowling alley, I saw this guy with a Maryland- Fine chocolate brother. Letterman jacket on. And I saw him at the, this is a big bowling alley, and he was at the, the counter, and I noticed that, like, he was standing with, like, the friend, the, whose celebrant it was, like, a bunch of other people that I recognized, and I saw him with the Letterman jacket on, and I was like, who does What'd this, you say? Who does this guy think he is? You said, oh, I'm gonna make me some money. You better, you go to the league, boy. What you league? You going to the league? The G League? <laughs> <laughs> you were even that. Um, so that was my first thought when I saw him. This what was your issue with the letter I didn't even see his face. I saw the back of, because he was at the counter. So how did you know it was me? So how did you know you even saw me? Well, because later, someone was like, oh yeah, that's, there goes, you know, our friend and his best friend, Tim. And I was like, oh, okay, that's his best friend. I was like, does this guy, like, have some type of, like, complex where, like, he thinks he's on the Maryland football team and he's not. Why did you assume? And you the, don't know me. It's not an assumption. Are you a judging Christian? That's what I want to know. First of all, it wasn't an assumption. Let me tell you guys, I knew that the Letterman jacket was fake. It wasn't fake. First because the football leather. players on campus um, had guys, uglier ones. If yes. any of you guys go to big you know, state schools, of course there's athletes everywhere and they're always wearing their garb because they're always going to and fro, practices, games, whatever. They just wear Maryland gear all the time, all day, every day. And um, the football players were wearing their Letterman jackets because this was in January, mind you. So it was appropriate whether to be wearing a Letterman jacket. So a lot of the football players would wear theirs, and Tim's did not look like theirs. It looked like a knockoff. No, it didn't. Version. Yes. It was a knockoff. You gonna make version. me put a picture right here? Do it. Boop 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 boop. Dang that jacket, tough. That's okay, it's not about it being tough or not. It's my. It's a counterfeit. Is it a tough jacket? It was a counterfeit. Is it a jacket. tough jacket? I don't yes. know. She said, can you get me one? No, you no, didn't I hear I never said that. You said, can I wear your jacket around? Never. never. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So when did I first meet you? I don't remember the when first When did you day. first lay eyes on me? That was the question. I honestly don't know. At Connect Group. At church. But I don't remember the first Connect Group like, oh, that's Pauline. It's just. You're making yourself sound awful right now. No, I'm not because I wasn't checking for you then. How about checking for people? I we you know we we're gonna get into our story, so don't even don't even do that, cause you just tried to play, you just played me. So how you going? I didn't that? play you. I played you, you played me. You wanted me to share my perspective. No, on that I'm day. sharing my perspective. Okay. Anyway, the thing I definitely remember about you from that time of our life, when like the first month, two months of me knowing you, 
was it was probably like the last connect group or one of the last connect groups because I guess I'm jumping ahead, yeah. but we met you mentioned it first. We met in a connect group. But all that to say, I remember when I shared that I broke up with my ex at the time. Well, because I forgot to say, at the ball yard, he was with another girl. He was, was at, he was with his girlfriend at the time, which I didn't care. Like you said, I wasn't checking for you. I wasn't was checking like, for man, you. He wasn't I wish saved. that was me. He wasn't saved at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was not saved at the bowling alley. But a few months later, the Lord came and snatched your boy up. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. All right, so, but seriously, I remember at the Connect Group, I announced that I broke up with my ex, and I just remember Pauline was sitting across, it was a big a big room, and she was sitting across the room from me, and she was like, ah, like shocked. You want to uh, tell them why I was shocked? You can tell them why. So, to give some more context, the same friend whose birthday it was, um, it was a male friend, Tim's best friend, still his best friend. And you can just day. go into how we met, You can, or not how we met, but... I guess that is how, that's part of how we met. So you can just go into that. Anyway, so that same connect group, that semester I led a connect group with him, with his best friend and one of my really good friends. So the three of us led a connect group that Tim started attending. And he started coming to that connect group, not because he loved Jesus, but because Ooh. he loved his friend. And this is the power of relationships, mm. you guys. So if any of you guys are out preach. there, yeah. If you are a single woman out there or a single man, and you're like, God, where is my spouse? Where are they doing? Pray for them. Pray that God would encounter and surround them with godly people. And sometimes people will just go to like, you know, church or connect groups or events just to support their friends, not because they're even really interested in Jesus. And that's all you need. God will meet you or meet that person right where they are. So anyway, so I come to connect group. Um, and the reason why I was so shocked at the end of the connect group semester that he announced that he broke up with his girlfriend was because I knew that girl was a stronghold. I'm just kidding. I didn't know. I didn't care. Um, <laughs> she came with him, I think, the first... Uh, to one of them. Yeah, the first session or something like that. Um, and I was like, cool, whatever. Like, great. Every, it was a co-ed connect group, so, you know, everyone's welcome. Um, but the reason why I was so shocked is because if you guys... You guys see Tim's personality on here, and for those of you guys who know him in real life, you know that he's very chill for the most part. He was so chill during that connect group. I wasn't even sure he was paying attention. I didn't want to talk to him. I know y'all. I thought that he was asleep with his eyes open. I was like, nothing is registering. You look like I was the only one that didn't talk. In me and the, and the girl, my friend that I led the group with, we would pray. Like, Lord, please touch him. Stop you know, it. <laughs> I don't actually remember we did that. But anyway, we prayed for everybody in, you know, in the connect group. So. Also, pastor listening. <laughs> anyway, so we prayed for everybody in the connect group, um, and I didn't know anything about the relationship, but it was good, bad, and different, whatever. So when he announced that he had broke up with her because of God, it wasn't just like a, oh yeah, we just happened to break up, but it was like, no, like I felt the Lord telling me that we need to be not together. And we were like, whoa, like you have been listening, like God has been moving, like this is incredible. So we were so stoked about that. Because for any of you guys who ever led a connect group or a small group, whatever your church may call it, you know, there's all different types of people. That's one of the best things about connect groups is you have people who are not saved, just saved, been saved for years. It's like a mix of people and it's so beautiful because everybody can kind of share and learn from one another. But when you have people who are not saved, sometimes you're wondering like, is this working? Am I doing a job leading the group? Like, do they feel judged? You just never know how people are receiving it. And it just goes to show, like, when you walk out in obedience, a lot of people will not 
you know, after the connect group immediately be number one impacted or they may not share it with you immediately, but you have to just kind of keep being faithful and at the end of the semester, maybe end of the year, sometimes it takes multiple years, um, but God, you know, is working. So that was very encouraging because we, like I said, with him, we didn't know what was going on. So that's how we met. When people ask us, how do we meet? We say we met at college through church. Cause that that's is the how short answer of what we say. Yeah. yeah. So. But mind you, we're friends and we did not stop dating for a while after that. Yeah. I wasn't so interested in him. I wasn't interested in her. So let's just get it out there. Anyway, so. Well, he's not sharing what he thought you, you loved. What did, what did you notice about me in our connect group? That you was loud? <laughs> he said I was passionate. You were passionate. You were passionate about Jesus, and that—that that was when I was single in general. I was attractive to any woman for me. I wanted somebody who loved Jesus more than they love anything else, because that was me. So that is still me by God's grace. But let's get into a little bit of okay. So you guys met a connect group. When did you guys actually start dating? Like, how did that come about? Yeah, so um, for those of you guys who don't know, maybe it's your first time tuning in, if so, welcome. Um, I am 11 months older than Tim. Why is that relevant? I'm going to get there. <laughs> so that means I'm a whole like, school year older than him. So in 2014 um, was my junior year. I graduated from college in 2015, so whatever, giving away my age, all that stuff. Um, so Tim was still in school when I graduated. So the year 2015, we had become friends at that point. Um, she was inviting me to birthdays, graduations. He wasn't the only guy there, so it wasn't like he was special. It was a, it was sometimes like a pity, I didn't invite you to my stuff. You didn't stuff. have anything That's to invite people to. That's not true. <laughs> anyway, so he, um, you know, we were friends. We were kind of like, someone could say we were right in the same circle. We um, served together at church because the connect group, you know, that we met through we both went to that church um we, we worked watched, together that summer 2015 i helped him get a job which is a story that's what she says all i know is god got me the opportunity so he did and god used me that's a story from the time that i got <laughs> to him that job um so we had actually 2015 i graduated from college that same you know year graduated in may so like that spring we were serving together at church seeing each other once a week like kind of hey how are you it was Rachel yes he came to my birthday party along with 35 other people it wasn't special um he came to my graduation party which you know again lots of other people were there um <laughs> and then that summer we worked together and I was actually his boss not directly but sure yeah I was two levels above you tell them Tell him what? I was two levels above him. Congratulations. College director. I was also Woo! his, like, supervisor um, at church. Like, I was leading the team that he was serving on. Yeah. So, it was, you know, humbling. So, what was... We started dating later that Yeah, year. so, what was a turning moment? We didn't know it at the time, but what was a turning moment that God used to get us to the point where we are now, where we got a baby and all this other stuff, was... We were, I was working a shift. The responsibility was just to sit at the desk and if people came up and had questions. Very chill. Help them. Now. In a building that had no tenants. Yes. I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to be there by myself. She decides, oh, Tim's working this shift. Let me come hang out with him. So no. No, no, no. I'm telling the story. Okay. I want to hang out with him. So she's there. We're kicking it at the desk, talking, whatever. And then I just randomly said to her, you 
act like you my big sister or something. You look at me like I'm little bro. Because I did. And I was insulted, not because I liked her, because I didn't. I was insulted because she was only 11 months older than me. I'm like, girl, who do you think you are? Like, I really, I really was confused. Our siblings have a year older. I really was confused. Like, why you, like, try to little bro me? But I said it, and <laughs> I moved on, because I re it really wasn't pressed. It was I was just heart leaking. No, it wasn't. It was just me, <laughs> just like, it was God using just curious. Pain. Anyway, that same day, Someone uh, that we were friends with, they came up to the desk and we were just talking. And the guy was in a relationship at the time um, and he needed advice. And we both were just rapping and giving him advice. And it was cool because it was like one, two. Like I say something, she say something. I say something, she say something. We just going back and forth. We just give this man wisdom, knowledge. and Right. And to kind of insert him really quickly, you know, where we'll get into this when we do our testimony, share our testimonies, but we both had, you know, separately a passion for relationships and like healthy relationships because of our own past. Right, but we didn't notice at the time. Right. So we both were sharing stuff. And then I remember leaving my shift. My shift was over. I left and I remember tweeting. I did tweet out. You should show the tweet. I don't know if I can find it. I remember the tweet was something like, me and Pauline should be a tag team. Because I really left that joint feeling like we killed it. Like, we really helped this man and gave him some advice. And I was just like, wow, like that was cool. That was it. It was strictly that was cool. It wasn't like, oh, man, maybe she should be my wife. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was just that was cool. Yes. So that was summer of 2015. Get to September, October 2015. What? What well, say? you're missing a key part that I'll, and maybe not a key part for you, it was a key part for me, because yeah, what, you what we're you. hoping you guys will hear is, like, God's, kind of, like, dro God dropping little, kind of, like, well, hints in hindsight. Well, you go ahead. So, I was going to share, so, Tim, in college, um, if you guys don't know, I did grow up in Maryland, I grew up in Massachusetts, and in college, I did not have a car. Um, but we were we went to a church that was very far away and I always just bummed rides with people and I actually built a lot of really great friendships with people doing that. Anyway, so Tim got a had a car. I think he got your car twenty fifteen, right? No, twenty fourteen. Whatever. So he got his he got a car and he had a car at school. Um and we were in this internship program at our church over the summer when we were working. So we worked worked and lived on campus, but our church was like forty minutes away. So for one of the internship nights, um, Tim actually gave me a ride back to College Park because I didn't drive. And then on the ride back, and it was kind of a weird thing because like, you know, our church culture, um, you know, was big on like guys and girls not being all in the car unless it was like a sibling. I mean, if it was three people, then like that's fine, like two girls, one guy, or vice versa. But just one guy, one girl was kind of like, eh, you shouldn't really like, you know, just boundaries. Um, so it's kind of a weird thing. So I felt kind of uncomfortable, but I really needed a ride, and everybody else who went to our church did not live near College Park. You should have won the side of the road and just dumbed out. I probably wouldn't be here today. <laughs> So, anyway, on the ride home, we had, a, we were having a conversation, and, like, this is probably our only time, like, being alone, right? Like, yeah, as friends. Sure. Yeah, Um, Because we were friends, but it was, like, we was group friends. Let's keep it 100. We was associates. Okay. Well, People love right. throwing out friend word. You associates. It's okay. That's going to free somebody. We were right friendly. Now. But, anyway, we're in the same circle, but this is our first time really being alone, like, in a private setting. Because that story you just told about at the, the desk that was in a public setting, other people like around. So anyway, we're on the ride home. 
40 minute drive home and we end up oh how are you and i hate small talk so low-key when she asked me to take her home i wasn't happy about it i was he like being like just bumping his i was like i don't want to talk to i don't want to do small talk but it ended up being a great conversation Go ahead. right so anyway long story short through that conversation i had learned that he you know it's supposed to be a small conversation but it turned into something deep and then i learned that he was actually passionate about relationships um and i was like oh, I don't want to have this conversation anymore because I didn't want, you know, I had known that marriage was, you know, obviously serious. And like, I knew that I wanted to do ministry with my husband, whoever he was going to be. And I knew that the Lord had put like relationships on my heart and we we're going to do relationship ministry and maybe some other things. I don't know, but I knew that that was a part of like kind of my purpose. And um, I knew that my husband was going to also have a similar passion so when he told me that i was like i don't want to have this conversation anymore because i don't want to start thinking like oh like are we supposed to get married and like la, 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 la. so i was just like oh my gosh like okay like this conversation has gone too far let's shut it down <laughs> <laughs> but obviously looking back that was the lord showing softening me. Our, yeah it was little steps to help us look back and see like okay maybe god is in this so the thing the story i told about being at the desk that was like june july yeah. 2015 her story is like end of August 2015. So uh, go forward to September 2015, October 2015. I have my friend who hosted the Connect Group. He was like, yo, you should look into Pauline. And I was like, no, you're crazy. Why are you telling me that? Uh, and at the same time, one of her big sisters, mentors, came up to her and was like, hey, you should look into Tim. And again, she was like, no, you're crazy. Why would you say that? And it's just interesting that at this, literally the same time, those two people were not in cahoots, but they came up and separately to us and told us, hey, look into each other. Again, we really feel like God was leading us into that. We both sometimes can be a little stubborn, so I guess the Lord needed multiple things. So I know for me, one of the big things that helped me start beginning to talk to Pauline or show interest in her was after my friend had said that, I ended up having a dream. And I'm not like a bit, I'm not Joseph. I don't be having big dreams all the time <laughs> and stuff. But I ended up having a dream. I was in a car, pulled up next to my best friend. He was like, yo, who, who, who are you in the car with? And I look over, I was like, it's my girlfriend. And it was Pauline. And I woke up from that dream shook. I'm like, Lord, what is this? Like, what, what does this mean? So I just decided, I just decided to start pursuing it. And we started talking and then things kind of went from there. But that's kind of my perspective on how we got from how you can just cool to, to being like okay like let's look into this anything you want well, yeah and i think you should you know say if it wasn't just like a, oh god i guess i'll check her out like over time you were like oh she's cool like she's <laughs> you think yeah. i should say that I mean, <laughs> yes over time you but... make it sound like the lord dragged you and forced you <laughs> but yeah so at the same time that that was happening um as tim mentioned you know i was somebody that i look up to was telling me like, yeah you should look into tim like and i was like oh uh, why and she was like you know that his character how he acts at church mm. like you know Crazy. the way um, his attitude when I ask him to do something he doesn't complain he just goes right ahead and does it she was, you know how rare that is um, so she was telling me you know all these things and I was like well you know I'm a woman like it's not like he likes me or it's not like he's been like hitting me up or trying to talk to me like what can I do and she was like just pray about it um, if God wants something to happen, something will happen. And I was like, 
okay, like this seems kind of weird, but I did because what do I have to lose, you know? Mind you, she didn't say, oh girl, you should text him. Oh girl, you should, you know, put yourself out there. And like, but you were struggling with it because I was younger. I was, and she, I told her, I was like, he's still in college. And she was like, didn't you just graduate like three months ago? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't miss your blessing, ladies, Tim, because you have this list and this narrative of a, what a perfect man looks like for you. You could be missing out. Well, yeah, because one, and we've talked about this, but one thing that I've lived out and learned personally is, you know, a lot of reasons why a lot of women want to have a man husband that's older than them is because they want somebody who's mature. And there's nothing wrong with that. You should want someone who's mature. And I would even challenge you to write on your list somebody who's mature. Yeah, don't marry someone who's not mature. Yeah, it's not really about age, but it's about maturity. And there are plenty of men who are 40 years old who have the maturity of a 14-year-old. And then there are plenty of 14-year-olds who are mature beyond their years because of their proximity to God and things that they've been through and just how they choose to live their lives. Um, so that's really, you know, like age is, does not equal wisdom, does not equal maturity, doesn't equal leadership capabilities. Um, so that's really what it was. But yeah, she humbled me really quick and she was like, he's not that much older, younger than you. And like, because I was struggling with even just the idea of dating, period. I had decided to stay here in Maryland um, and not go back home. I was struggling with grad school choices. I wasn't working full time. I My life was a mess. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not in a place to date. Like, I need to be established. I need to be stable before I start like dating because I knew I wanted to date with the intent to marry. And I didn't want to start something. I didn't feel like I could finish um but she you know assured me and was like you're not gonna get married tomorrow like dating is a process like you could be dating for a year or two before you even put on you know a wedding dress um which is so true so it was like but you don't want to and basically if you guys you know know me I have an issue with like moving too fast and it's good because sometimes I can I can begin something with the end in mind but I also need to embrace the process of things and not try to know the answers before, you know, the questions even asked. <laughs> so yeah, so she helped me a ton with that um, and kind of made me just trust God completely and surrender and not try to control the situation. Yes, as Tim mentioned with the whole list thing, like my best friend used to always make fun of me. So like, yeah, my shoulder on my list, she was like, you want to marry somebody who's 35? And like... <laughs> has their life together and like you're not really yeah realistic so fast forward we both at the around the same time decide that we're going to start showing interest in each other so at the church we start having more conversations snapchat yeah all this stuff so we eventually decide to hey let's go out and just talk about like what, what is this? What are we doing? We have texted for a week. And I know, I know, I know, I know that's not a lot of people's story and that's okay. But hopefully given the context, it makes sense. We already knew each other. We already were heavily, you know, like connected to community. We already had those numbers because we served together at church. Like it was a very kind of like easy transition. So, but I, you know, because of the boundaries that I had and I knew into the ones that you had before we started talking, it wasn't normal for me to be texting a guy one-on-one -on -one all day. So like the fact that that was happening kind of was like, caught my attention. Like, okay, is he into me? You know, like, right. let's, let's figure out what's going yeah, on. Yeah, same for me. So we decided to go out to, I think, Panera Bread and just talk like, hey, like, we're interested in each other. Like, you know, how do we want to play this, essentially, was 
the type of conversation type of vibe it was and we decided that we we're going to start talking i think that was the day i asked you like who knows that you're here because yeah. i wanted to know do you have some accountability <laughs> because i do like does someone know about this situation and, and that's when we left that that the meeting kind of her room is Tiki spiritual authority before we decided to like really move forward yeah so we did that we just started talking and then october 2015 we went on our first date do you remember that of course what did, what we should we show do? a picture what did we do um we went mini golfing and tim rented out the whole remind you this is october actually was it october yet, no sorry i'm it wrong i'm sorry november 13th don't play me i know the date November 13th, 2015. So it's cold. Not too cold, but it's cold. It's cold it's enough that I have a cold. I was sick on our first date. Outdoor mini golf. Your boy was a great planner. Yeah. So went did outdoor mini golf. She was sick. I brought her like some stuff. Some medicine. He brought me like tissues. Like, I said, medicine. suck it up, girl. Let's like, go. She was like, we're going on this date. <laughs> I don't work too hard for this date. All right, so we go mini golf. It was cool, whatever. And then we drive I and won. go to. The, I don't know about that. I do. No, I don't think so. We drove and went to Bus Boys and Poets, which, which if you're in the, the time, DMV, yeah. is a pretty good restaurant. So we went there. It was cool. It was a cool first date. Any like thing that sticks out to you? Did you that say day? that I like made you mad, or you made me mad, or something? Yeah, I said something that like almost could have ruined the whole day. I think I said a joke or something. I don't know what it was. I said something that you wasn't I don't feeling. remember. I you just, wasn't feeling it. I just remember you saying something about like, we're talking about tattoos. He's like, oh, do you have any tattoos? And I was like, no, do you? And he was like, no, not right now. But if my wife ever wanted me to get something, I would. And I was like, okay, cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got so me that panda bear. I did. I, I, did a, I did a decent job. So. For a tw I was Bobby flowers. I was twenty one, so I was still I was I didn't know what I was doing. So overall had a decent good first date. We decided to go out more and then December thirtieth, twenty fifteen, we officially made it boyfriend and girlfriend. So that was another episode of the W podcast. Make sure you tune in next week for part two, because I promise you part two is even better than part one. We get into some mistakes we made. We get into some things we did well, and I promise you it's going to bless your life. So we'll see you next week on the W podcast. Bye.